Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the Christianese and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Well, praise God. Welcome back to Wisdom and Stuff Podcast. Man, it's a good day. It's a glorious day today. Um, the day that he has made, and we're going to rejoice. We're going to be glad in it. We're going to actually bring our supply into today. And uh, and just, I tell you what, it's such an important thing to just wake up every day and, um, of course, be with Jesus, uh, you know, just have some time. But knowing who we are, knowing who we are in the day, it doesn't matter what the circumstance is, doesn't matter what the situation is. Uh, we are here to literally change the earth. We're here to change things. And uh, and we have to carry our supply into the day. I remember one time I was at church, and uh, this was several years ago, um, and I was, I was living in, in Oregon at the time, and at, as a church in Eugene, Oregon. And, uh, you know, of course, I was this, it was my home church, and so... I was there all the time, and uh, anyway, um, right before service, uh, the, this lady comes up to me, and, and I've, I've known her. Her name is Carolyn. She's a great special lady, and she comes up to me, and she's like, she goes, uh, she goes, hey, Pastor Dell. She goes, uh, man. She goes, I was. Um, she she talked to me about what she was what she was like uh, watching the night before as a Christian program, and she was just so fired up about it. And she was like, man, and, and this and this, she was telling me all about it. I don't remember the details at all, but she was so fired up about it. And and and, uh, and she was just like, just just like beaming with, with, with what she got out of out of this Christian program and uh, and just, you know, just talking about just how good God is and how blah, 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 just all the, all the stuff, you know? And she was just like, just so fired up. And... Um, and I was like, man, that's awesome! So so cool! I was just, just just so happy to hear that she was being so blessed. And so anyway, we went in service, and you know, had a church service, and it was it was a good service. Worship was good, you know, the message was good. I don't remember what it was on at all, but uh, but one thing I remember is is when we came came out. Um, you know, I'm just talking with people after service and just fellowshipping a little bit. And uh, when I came out, and and then she she comes up and uh, and she she goes oh she goes man wasn't that an amazing service man that was just such an amazing service and um and she was just like literally she was just just on cloud 9 type of thing and just so just enthralled with what God had done that day during church and um it was so funny because she she you know she's just all fired up she walks away and um I'm thinking you know, it was a good service. Nothing wrong with it. It was really good worship, really good word, whatever. But she was the only one that came up and actually mentioned how amazing the service was. And, you know, and I'm even thinking, well, you know, it was good, but I didn't, you know, just, you know, I wasn't floating out the door. You know what I'm saying? It was a good service. Nothing wrong with it. But I wasn't just beaming. I mean, she was just seriously beaming. And it was just funny because I thought, well, you know, she was literally, she did what I tell people to do, that, but she did it at a higher level than I was doing it that day. She brought a supply. And because she brought a supply, she drew so much more out of that service than probably anybody else in the room. And uh, I, I mean, she was literally, she was saying how amazing it was. It was one of the best services she'd ever been in and da 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 And I'm just thinking, well, praise God, you know, she, now she got something because she brought something. And, uh, you know, I tell people a lot of times, you know, you know uh, 
we should be like like going to a potluck every day. A potluck is where everybody brings something, everybody gets something. But you know, you, you know, you reap what you sow type of a thing. And so we need to understand that that here, that lady, she she brought her supply into church that day. Church was never designed to be a welfare program where we just walk in with need and the pastor supplies our need, the worship team supplies our need, you know, messages supply our need. The people are that is not what church is ever. Nowhere in the Bible, not one time does it say go to church and get your needs met. Not one time. There's not one place in there. It never says that. See, we've been kind of trained that way, like church is there to meet our needs. There, That is actually not in the Bible anywhere. Uh, what it does say is, is that each part brings its supply. It does say that. Okay, and so... Um, you know, we need to go in with expectation, but we need to go in. Yes, we know that God wants to meet our needs. We know that there is blessing in the house of God. Praise God. But we need to know we're part of that blessing. Praise God. And we need to bring in our supply. Bring in what we're doing here. Bring in, I mean, my goodness, when we come to church or anywhere in, in life, I'm just talking about walking walking into your day and just saying, okay, what is, am I bringing into today? What am I, man, am I bringing joy today? Am I bringing strength today? Am I bringing the, 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 the fire of God today? Am I bringing what am I bringing into today? Praise God. And uh, and honestly, you know, when, when you get in that environment of bringing supply, you get very supply conscious. You get very supply aware. You know, it's like you're aware of the supply. And w- the more aware you are of supply, the less you are aware of need. And the problem is right now we have a lot of people very aware of need, not very aware of supply. And so uh, so anyway, I just want to encourage you today, man, man, just, just get very aware of the supply that you're bringing in purpose it and and the more you begin i don't even care if you're like okay you know what today uh here's one thing i can do today is maybe every hour or every half hour or whatever i can i can lift up the name of jesus i can just take a a, a five minutes and i can lift up the name of jesus i can just begin to to magnify god right here in this space and i can just begin to magnify jesus um even if you need to do it under your breath even if you need to do it however you need to do it but man get god in the atmosphere you're bringing god you know jesus told his disciples Wherever you go, declare the kingdom of heaven is at hand. They were bringing heaven in, and so are you. So I just want to encourage you today. Today is a great day, and it's great because we're on the earth. We carry the living God, and and uh, we're here to allow God to flow through us into people's lives. Praise God. So anyway, pr- praise God. I uh, didn't mean to get into all that, but it's, uh, it's all free. Glory to God. Um, uh, but today, one thing I wanted to get into today was uh, a subject that... Uh, you know, obviously, I say it a lot. I love to teach on so many different things, and uh, and there's just certain things that have have meant so much to me over the years. And one of those things is in Hebrews chapter five, and Hebrews chapter five at the at the end of the verse, at the end of the chapter, excuse me. Uh, Paul, I'm assuming that I, you know, I, I do believe that Paul wrote the book of Hebrews. Um, and hey, if he didn't, uh, just he'll forgive me. It's okay. Um, people can get real dogmatic about stuff that really doesn't matter that much. We know it was the Holy Ghost, no matter you know what physical person penned it. Uh, but here it says uh, in at the end of Hebrews chapter five, and he's he's making this statement. You know, he's, he he mentions. Melchizedek, and then he says this, he says, verse 11, he says, of whom, talking about Melchizedek, we have many things to say and hard to be uttered, seeing that you are dull of hearing. So he says, there's a lot of things I'd like to talk about you with about Melchizedek, which would be really cool to hear, um, but he goes, but I can't do that right now, because you're dull of hearing, and uh, and your hearing is determining what I'm saying, you know, and so he says, I can't teach you on Melchizedek right now, because you're dull of hearing. And so he... Um, 
He goes on and he says, for when the, for, for when for the time you, you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, even those who are, by reason of use have their senses exercised by, to discern both good and evil. Now, it's just so interesting because he says, he says, you, you, you are, it says you're dull of hearing. He goes, your, your hearing has gotten dull. He goes, and here's the proof of it. He goes, for when, for the time, you ought to be teachers. He goes, right now you should be teaching people. He goes, but you have one that you need to be taught again. It goes, the, the, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And you become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. And so he goes, listen, he goes, there, he, he saw a pattern in this church and in these people. And he goes, the pattern is, is that you were taught some really good things. And these are things that you should be so, um, you know, they should be in your life in such a way that you can teach them now. But you actually need to be taught them again. And he goes, and because of that, he goes, he goes, I, you know, I, 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 you, you need milk again and not strong meat. I can't give you strong meat, even though, you know, the, the, the natural progression of a baby is the baby starts off with milk and, you know, um, you know, then goes on to, to, you know, whatever baby food and then goes on to actual meat as it matures. So the, the natural progression is you can take in more and you can digest more and you can chew more, you can do more, you can actually eat eat, you know, more substantial things with the more that you mature. That's the natural order of it. And Paul goes, hey, or, or, you know, the writer of Hebrews says, hey, th- that's not what I'm seeing right now. What I'm seeing is you were taught, but instead of you growing in this thing so that you can get more, you still need to be taught this again. And so he goes, for everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he's a babe, but strong meat. Strong meat, praise God, belongs to them that are of full age or mature, even those who by reason of use of have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So here he gives us the, the, the key to it. He says, the, you know, number one, he goes, strong meat is, is for those who are of mature. He goes, here's how you mature. Those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So he says there's an exercising of the senses. And this is really what I want to just briefly get into uh, this morning is, is just how to, set, to sharpen our senses. He's, talk, he's not talking about our physical senses. He's not talking about our five physical senses here. He's talking about spiritual senses. And, uh, and we know that you know, the, 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 that the natural realm is a shadow form of, of the spiritual realm. And so, so we have these physical senses, you know, the... Uh, you know, we have, you know, the, the, the touch, the taste, the, the seeing, the, st- the smelling, all the hearing. And so we have these five physical senses, and these are the five senses that, that help us to uh, relate to the world around us. You know, they, they, they allow us to bring in information so that we can conclude what's going on in the environment or we can conclude different things. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, when we when we hear noises, um, that tells us whether or not, you know, whether or not there's a car coming or whether or not, you know, the fire uh, alarm is going off, you know, in the house or something like that. The smoke detector is going off, something like that. And uh, and those are th- these are things that in our five physical senses do do a couple things for us. They, they, they help us to connect with people. 
you know, by, you know, if we, if we can see them, if we can hear them, if we can talk to them, if we can relate to them in some way, uh, that helps us to, to build relationships. You know, that's one of the most important things that our five senses do. And then, and then secondarily, our, our five senses help, help us to, to know what our, our role is or what our, our proper behavior is in the situations that we're in. So, um, you know, not only do they protect us, you know, like I said, you can hear a car coming. You can, you know, if you're about to, you know, cross the street, you can look both ways and see if cars are coming. You can hear if they're coming. Uh, like I said, you can hear a smoke detector. Uh, you can you can feel, you know, uh, the sense of touch is good for like feeling if uh, a burner or something is hot on your stove or if there's something hot, you don't want to touch it. It's something like that. So, so you know, those five senses can protect us from things, right? They can literally protect us from things, but they can also, they can also help us experience joy. You know, we can hear, you know, uh, music. We can hear worship music. We can, uh, you know, we can, uh, you can, we can see things that are just beautiful and, and just cause us to, to experience different levels of joy by our five senses. Now, the thing is though, you know, the, the, these five senses help us to integrate and relate and, and, and build relationships. Our five senses are so, so paramount to our relationship to this natural world, where our spiritual senses are just as or even more so valuable to our relationship to the spiritual world. The natural world is how we, how we, we uh, connect with our, with, with, with our five senses is through is the natural world, but our spiritual senses help us connect with the spiritual world. And so our spiritual senses are so valuable and so vital. And I, I, I'd read a study, uh, that was a couple years ago now, I was just studying something, and I looked up the five senses, and now they actually, they think that there's more, they, they, they want to label more than just the five senses, and they're like, well, you know, they're like, they're, they're go, they're, there's, there's, there's what we call perceived senses that, um, like our sense of balance, you know, equilibrium, or our sense of proximity, like, you know, you can, you can have your eyes closed, and you can tell when somebody's closer to you than when they're farther. You can tell, you may not, obviously, you, you can't necessarily tell if they're three feet or five feet away way other than they're hearing but i'm talking about if they're just standing there and you're standing there you can usually tell when somebody's like five inches from you you know what i'm saying it's like there's there's like a barrier around your your space you can tell when somebody's almost like bouncing off your space i think it's because of the electromagnetic you know field that we give off but still there's a sense there that we can sense you know the proximity to things and to people and uh and so anyway they, they were just talking about these different senses and uh and they they came up with they said well we want to add another four to the five so they said that that'd be about nine senses that they really want to label as as identifiable senses that that the human body has and I thought that was actually very cool because that actually sounds right that there would be nine because we know that that you know at least in the word there's nine fruit of the spirit there's nine gifts of the spirit even though we know there's you know the the Holy Spirit's infinite uh we, we there there's like nine you know. Uh, I guess categories or however you want to put it. And so I could see that there would be nine physical senses too. But, uh, but here Paul talks about specifically about, about, exercising our spiritual senses and this is something that that has been so valuable to me about valuable to me and uh, and it's it helps us to um, well it helps us to connect with God it helps us to be more aware of the things of God our awareness you know if, if somebody walks out in the street and gets hit by a car um, either a they didn't hear the car or they didn't pay attention they weren't paying attention to what they were hearing and you know there our 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 physical senses are there to 
you know, help us to, you know, stay protected, to not walk into dangerous situations, and to experience joy. Well, spiritually, it's the same way. You know, a lot of times people are, are getting attacked by the devil and or, or, you know, something negative is happening in their life and they'll be blaming the devil. But a lot of times it's just they're not paying attention to their spiritual senses. You know, God, he knows all things. The Holy Spirit wants to show me things to come, right? But yet we're not exercising that very much. There's not very many people that I know of that exercise that, that, that sense of knowing things to come. They're waiting for something, a miracle to happen. They're waiting for a gift of the Spirit to show up, you know, called the word of knowledge or the word of wisdom, you know, that, that, that the word of wisdom speaks to things to come, or they're waiting for a prophecy to happen before they know what's going to happen. But we have a sense, we have a spiritual sense that's active all the time. You know, I don't need, in other words, when I, when I go across the street, I'm not looking for a sign around me that says, it, that flashes says, behold, a car is coming from the north. I don't need that. I have a sense called my hearing, and I have eyes that can see. So I use my senses that are on the inside of me, and I, and I can activate those whenever I want. And so spiritual senses are not, are not, are not the same as specialized gifts of the Spirit. They're, they're, they're senses that we can activate all the time. And that's why Paul says, you exercise them by reason of use. The more you use them, the more they're exercised, the more you're aware. And so um, I, I just I you know, I, I just want us to, to understand that there's there's an awareness here that is so important for us to get a hold of that these are things that we can walk in all the time. Um, and and how we do it is by reason of use. Okay. So now how do we how do we use our spiritual senses? We're, we're going to use them in the spirit realm, first of all. We're going to use them in prayer. We're going to use them. One of the key places that you exercise spiritual senses is in prayer. And most of the time, though, people come to God in prayer with basically allowing need to define what they pray instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to define what they pray. And the more we engage with the Holy Spirit and just saying, okay, I don't know how to pray as I ought, it says in Romans chapter 8, let me just allow the Holy Spirit to tell me what to pray. And 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 one of the best ways to do that, honestly, just to... As, you know, just to, to uh, I guess get in the habit of it is uh, is just pick something. Any, I, and I, I, t- I tell people if they're really wanting to to um, uh, really, I guess, exercise, uh, you know, being sensitive to the Holy Spirit in prayer, pick a, a person or a place or something that you know you have no natural knowledge of. You know, I, I think it's great. A great exercise is to pick a country that you have no knowledge of, and. Just begin to pray and say, okay, Father, show me what needs to be prayed about this country. I don't know anything about this country. Don't go Google it. Don't go and find out about it because the less natural knowledge you have, the the, the less natural crutch you have, and the more you have to rely on the Holy Spirit to tell you what to pray. And so, and don't just, the thing is with this is, it's, it's obviously, I'm not ever telling people don't pray in the Holy Spirit as far as don't pray in tongues. Praying in tongues is huge. But, but the, the goal is to heighten our understanding, not to just pray in tongues all the time and keep our understanding at the same level. The reason why we pray in tongues is so that our, our understanding can be elevated, not so that we can just go into autopilot and pray in tongues. Uh, when we're praying in tongues, we should be the most aware of what our heart is saying and not going into autopilot. And so 
when we're when we're praying about a certain country or something, just literally, I mean, if you want to pray in tongues, fine, but but just pray in tongues for a short amount at first and say, okay, I'm going to pray in tongues, but then I believe the Lord's going to show me, give me a word. He's going to give me a word, not necessarily a long prophetic word, not a thus saith the Lord necessarily, but he might just give you a word, a specific word to speak. And uh, and and you just say, okay, I just I speak this word. And it may not make any sense at all to you. Like I said, the, the goal is for your is for you to yield. The goal is not for you to understand everything that's going on right away. He will uh, heighten your understanding in these things, and it might come very quickly. Praise God if it does. But don't get bummed out if you say the word purple. I mean, I've, I've said the word, I've, I've had colors come yellow. I've said yellow, 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 and it just keeps coming up. And uh, and one word will come up, and I'll say it five, seven, 15 times, whatever. And then they'll, I'll move on to something else. But but the whole point is for me to yield and say, no, 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 I'm learning to yield past my natural knowledge, past my natural understanding, and I'm yielding to the Holy Spirit, and I'm exercising my senses. You know, and to exercise means you're putting in effort, and in, in you're, 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 you're um, putting in demand on a muscle, that maybe you're not used to putting in demand on, right? And it might be uncomfortable at first, right? I mean, you ever you ever done like some kind of a, a you know a repetitive task that is in an awkward position, and maybe that day or whatever you're like, oh, I had a muscle there. I just worked. I never even knew I had that muscle before. But that that muscle is not used to being worked. But because you did this repetitive mo- movement that is not familiar to your daily life, it worked a muscle. And that muscle was there the whole time. It just never been worked. And so so now that muscle is actually stronger than. It was before, but it's feeling uncomfortable. But it's it's a good uncomfortable because you're like you're used. You're like okay, I need to work that muscle more. This is what this is doing. You're exercising by reason of use. Okay, now. Uh, it, you, prayer is the is one of the main ways we do this. And, and like I said, a good exercise is just hey, like literally, go to a public parking lot and wait for somebody to come and get in their car. Pray for them. Speak the word. Of, I'm not. I'm, ta- I'm not talking about even get out of your car and go pray for them. I'm talking to stay in your car and and just speak the word over them Sp- and, and ask the Holy Spirit what what is happening in their life. You know, not that you need to know their details. Not that you want to be a busybody. You what you want to do is you want to you want to exercise the spiritual senses. And begin to pray for things. The, and, and the reason why I'm saying it, doing it this way, is because typically we know so much about ourselves, about our family, that we we will end up praying out natural things. And that's not we want. We want to pray out the supernatural. We want to exercise the spiritual senses. We want to tap into those things that 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 actually are aware of the things of this of the heavenlies. And I remember. You know, even before I knew how to do this, um, there was a, a time, uh, you know, one of the first times I, I had a, I guess you would call it a, a very, you know, uh, authentic, you know, word of, of wisdom. I didn't know what it was at the time. I didn't even know what it was called. Uh, but I, I, and you know, when I look back, I, I, I can recognize that it happened more so in my life than I thought. But this is one of those times where... Um, I had been in, you know, I've been praying a lot. I've been, I've been praying prayer. I didn't know how to do this. I, I wasn't exercising it this way. I didn't know how to intentionally do this. And it's good to do things on purpose. I, w- I was just magnifying God. I was just spending a lot of time in prayer and worship and a lot of time in the word. And I was, I was filling up my spirit. You know, I was just, I was just getting so spiritually just attentive just through reading the word. And, and that's another way that you, we, we, you get, you get attentive by reading the word. You get attentive by praising God. All these things are, are, are sharpening things. Um, well, I walked in to uh, pay my electric bill, and I paid it uh, at that time. This is you know obviously quite a while back, but I was paying it in cash, and I was in line. There was a guy in front of me, 
And, uh, and typically what I would do is I'd go and pay my electric bill. They'd give me a little receipt for it. And they had a trash can right by the door. And I'd walk out and I would just throw the receipt in the trash can because I don't, like, don't want to keep a lot of clutter around. And so I just usually just toss it in the trash can and walk out. And so this time there's a guy in front of me and he paid his electric bill. And I walked up, I paid mine, and they gave me the receipt like normal. And I walk out and I'm walking by the trash can and, and I go to just toss it in the trash can like I did every other time. And I, I heard... This voice literally say, "Don't th- don't throw that, tra- that the, don't throw that in the trash." They are going to credit what you just paid to the guy that was in front of you, so keep that receipt. And um and I you know like I said, at the, it, w- it wasn't a Darth Vader dum bum bum bum. It wasn't that. It was just the small voice on the inside of me that literally said, "Keep your receipt." You know they're going to credit the guy in front of you with with, with your payment, so keep the receipt. And um, now. It was as simple as that. It was not, it didn't come with any feelings. I didn't have goosebumps. I didn't have any kind of, you know, things. No, there was, I didn't levitate. I didn't do anything like that, right? It was literally just a still small voice. It was just a very matter of fact little voice. And I'd never heard it that way before. Literally, I, I don't think I'd ever heard it that way before. And, and it was telling me to do something very specific. And so, and the thing is, how hard is it for me to obey that? You know, what, what does it going to take for me to keep a piece of paper? You know, but I just, Instead of throwing it in the trash, I literally put it in my front pocket, walked out the door, and I took that receipt and I put it in my in my in the drawer of my house, and uh, and the next month I get a bill saying I hadn't paid the last month's bill, and honestly, I didn't have a lot of money at the time, and I you know this this was going to cost this this was trying to cost me like eighty dollars or something like this that I didn't have eighty ninety dollars or something like that I didn't have that kind of money extra you know laying around. I was, you know, I was just kicking and scraping, trying to get by, you know, and so to, t- to have to pay my electric bill twice would have been terrible. Well, they, they, they said, hey, you know, uh, you owe this much. I'm like, oh, I don't think I do. And so I went, I got the receipt out of my drawer, went down to the electric company to pay my bill, but I had the receipt for the other thing. And I, I brought in my bill, I brought in the receipt, and the lady, she, she's typing it up, and she goes, oh, you know what happened? We actually credited the guy right before you with that. So his, like his page, his account was not cleared yet. They just credited that payment right to him. And they're like, she goes, you know, that we, we credited the guy right, that was right before you with, with, uh, your, your payment. I'm sorry about that, whatever. And then they got cleared up right then. No big deal. But you understand the Holy Spirit, my spiritual senses protected me from what would have cost me money that would have been, you know, a big deal at that time. And so I had spiritual senses to protect me from something the enemy was trying to do. Now I didn't have the big overwhelming voice. I didn't have, uh, and, you know, and I, I just didn't have some by Darth Vader thing. I just had a still small voice, but it was a spiritual sense trying to protect me. And and the thing is, now at that moment though, here it was like a month later, and that for that whole month, I wondered if I if I'd heard of if I heard God or if I didn't hear God. Right? I wondered. Oh well, I got that piece of paper in the drawer, whatever. And I was like, well, I all I knew is I obeyed the still small voice. And even if that had never even you know, come to pass. The obedience to the still small voice is so much more important than than not. Then then I'm talking about the yieldedness is more important than the accuracy. Yieldedness is more important. The more yielded you are, the more accurate you will be. Okay, but don't 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 uh, equate success on accuracy. Equate it on yieldedness. Okay, and and begin to be quick to say, okay, you know what? I hear from God all the time. I hear from God, and I I, I hear the voice of God all the time. I'm quick to obey. Da 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 da. But but speak over yourself and believe that you're identity is one to hear God's voice. And we'll get into hearing God's voice another time. But this 
this is just about about practicing and exercising those those spiritual senses by reason of use. Take the prayer time. You know, find people that you, that you don't know or find situations you don't know about, and and put a demand on that muscle that is tied to the Holy Spirit who knows all things, and begin to pray out by the Spirit. Exercise your senses, and this is when, according to Paul, according to the writer of Hebrews, this is when you'll get more out of the word. You'll actually begin to draw in strong meat. You won't go through the repetitive cycles of hearing the same thing and having to recreate the wheel. This is when you actually get momentum and you begin to to get progress on what you hear and what you know so that the things that you've heard for years and years begin to take root in your life and you actually can go on to stronger things. You can go on to the deep things of God. Praise God. Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for this. We thank you for just, just the, the, the ability that you've given us to know the voice of the Spirit, to, to actually have spiritual gifts that can be exercised by reason of use. Thank you that you can lead us into this today, and we just give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wisdom and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time, and have a blessed day.